0: Welcome to Shalanda Says, where we answer questions on all sorts of topics ranging from relationships to career growth. Join us as we answer listener questions and interview various experts in their field. Want a question answered? Send it to shalanda at tuxwilderguidance.com. That's shalanda at tuxwilderguidance.com. Now here's your hostess and proclaimed queen of time management and goal setting, Shalanda. Today we have Karen Ford, who is a master financial coach, a public speaker, and an entrepreneur who has coached people with a variety of money issues from just $500 in debt all the way up to $800,000 in debt. She has coached folks with up to 86 credit cards and taught them how to pay them down and pay off those credit cards in record time. Karen's mission is to inspire others to rid themselves of debt and build wealth. She encourages others to break the shackles of debt and gives valuable insight into building wealth so they can experience financial freedom. Karen Ford's number one Amazon bestselling book, Money Matters, is a discovery for many. This book is not only motivational, but it's practical. In Money Matters, she provides keys to demolishing debt. She shares how to budget correctly and gives principles in wealth building. So welcome.
1: Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here with you today.
0: Yes, ma'am. So we're going to get into our first five. And the first question is, what drew you to this career?
1: Oh, well, a few years ago, I have always had a passion for money, and I've been told by many people that I'm really good with it. I actually have a background in nursing. I'm a registered nurse, mm-hmm. but haven't practiced as a nurse for a few years, and I just started um, feeling like I needed to work more with helping people in the financial arena so I became a master financial coach I was trained well and uh, began my one-on-one coaching and now giving some financial freedom seminars as well
0: oh wow and so what impact do you hope to make
1: I hope to make an impact where uh, I can help save marriages because 50% of Americans end in divorce, not because of communication, not because of sex, but it has to do with money fights. So I want to help people in their marriages that way. And also help people learn a little bit more about money because, you know, we don't want to go around uh, our entire life and keep working for that paycheck and working for money. But let's do something with some of the money that we're making and make that money work for us. So that we can have a greater income. And so when we hit that retirement age, people are well prepared to retire because they have
0: a a substantial retirement plan in place. Yes. Now, think about everything you know in regards to this particular path. In retrospect, what would you do differently, if anything?
1: I may have decided earlier in the financial arena. That's probably what I would have done differently because it seems that every year in America, uh, the people going into debt is greater. It's a greater number. Actually more common today for people to go into debt rather than pay cash for things. I see lots of people in a convenience store or what have you and buying a, an energy drink and they're using the old debit card for that when that's not really necessary. It's almost like we've become a cashless society
0: rather than using cash. Mm-hmm. So what other trends do you see within your, your niche?
1: Other trends I see is uh, credit card usage is at an all-time high. Mm-hmm. I mean, billions of dollars are spent uh, with people going into debt using credit cards. Uh, that's you know that couple that I talked about with the eighty-six credit cards. That was that was the largest number I had ever seen. But mm-hmm. it's actually almost commonplace where people have five credit cards, ten credit cards, and up. So those are some of the trends that I see that that are not necessarily a good thing. Right. So
0: I yeah. really want to help in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh I I think I want to say my husband read a book or he uh saw a book a guy made about die in debt or something. Okay. And uh, apparently in this particular book it was advised to open a lot of credit cards and I just can't imagine living a life where I have all of these credit cards. I can't imagine not being stressed out from all these credit cards being open and having to pay all these balances. And, right. and I think the guy talked about how to use the credit cards to get mileage and all that things. I guess he tried to talk about the benefits of having the credit cards, but it just, it just didn't click with me. Right, right. (laughs) It doesn't click with me either. (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So what advice would you like to offer listeners?
1: If you're in debt, no matter how much debt you're in, there is hope. There is always hope, no matter how much debt you have, whether it's a few hundred dollars or thousands of dollars. And my thoughts are, if you get into debt, then you can get out of debt. Mm-hmm. But it's it's quicker to go into debt than it is to get out of debt. So if you're patient and you're willing to do what you need to do,
0: there is hope. You can get out of debt. Okay, yes. Great. Now I want to get into how you actually work with people who have a lot of debt sure. and 86 credit cards. Man, that's that's just unbelievable. Now, yeah. My husband and I, we worked out ourselves mostly out of debt. Now we just have my student loans and then a loan of his, which is great. Okay. Uh, and so we were told to do a particular, I guess, a snowball technique where okay. we pay off the lowest balance. Yes. Take the amount that you were paying off on that credit card or that debt and then put the amount on the next lowest balance. And so you hear about doing the lowest balance or the lowest interest rate. How do you work with your clients?
1: Well, I am w- fully aware of the debt snowball technique. Mm-hmm agree with that. I have changed mine up just slightly different to where it's, you know, it's the Goliath. In other words, you remember the story in the Bible talk about David and Goliath? Yes. And before David took Goliath's head off, he had to kill a lion and he killed a bear, right? Right. So I look at credit cards like that. Whatever is your smallest of balance, whether it be the lion or whether it be the bear, then you're going to work yourself up to the largest balance credit card that you have, and that would be your Goliath. But it doesn't matter, It no matter what your interest rates are on those credit cards, I definitely subscribe to the idea, start with the smallest uh, credit card that you have and work up to the largest. Because if your highest interest rate is, say, the largest balance, some people think, well, I really want to get rid of that that one that has the highest interest rate on it but if it has the highest balance you're going to get you're not going to stick with it people want to see a quick win and sure. the way to get a quick win is to get rid of that smallest credit card first or that smallest debt first and work up to the largest because We we live in a fast-paced culture. We live in a fast-paced society. We can drive through to get our frou-frou coffee on our way to work. We can drive through a bank. I'm surprised we don't see a drive-through church, to be honest with you. But we want things quick. We have smartphones. We can order things quickly at our fingertips. So we've already got the mindset, I need this to work quick. Yes. So if we work on the smallest debt first and we annihilate it and get rid of that debt, then the likelihood of our, of us sticking with that plan is great. Yes. So if we get quick wins, then we're going to stick with the program and eventually pay off all those debts one by
0: one. Yeah, so I
1: absolutely agree with that.
0: Yes. And and what comes with that, like you said, is uh, in other words, it's a feeling of accomplishment, that quickness people get from paying off their debt. They get that feeling of accomplishment and then they get that fire under them to, hey, let's do another one. Yeah,
1: that's right.
0: That's exactly right. Yes, ma'am. OK, now you want to save marriages through it by helping them with our couples with their financial freedom. Yes. How do you work with people with two different mindsets on a topic as <laughs> serious as money? That is a great question.
1: And I look at it like this. Marriages, you know, I think it was Gary Smalley that made the statement, if two people are in the marriage exactly alike, one is unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to money, usually opposites attract. So more times than not, if you're a spender, then the likelihood your mate is probably a saver. Or -hmm. if you're a saver, the likelihood of your mate is going to be a spender. Mm -hmm. So it's just working together with those two different mindsets. More times than not, uh, if I'm working with a married couple, They're both completely at opposite ends. Mm. One's a saver, one's a spender. And so just working together and navigating through that communication. The sad thing is, is if they're not willing, most of the time they are willing because they're coming to me, they're seeking me out, they're paying me. So they're both usually on the same page. Uh, But what's interesting is that couple that had the 86 credit cards, this is the sad thing here. Um, We sat down and I usually have people fill out just a brief snapshot before we meet so that I have an idea where they are financially before we actually sit down. It takes less than five minutes for them to fill it out. So I sit down with them. We set up the the coaching, uh, and uh, we sit down and I start asking them questions and finding out what their debts are. Well, during this session, uh, she said, Well, uh, sorry, I have to tell you this, but I have some other credit cards Uh-oh. that her husband didn't know about. So we list those credit cards and all of them have balances on them. And then he said, it was a time of confession, <laughs> that was what it was. He said, well, I have some credit cards too oh that she doesn't know about. Wow. So long story short, between the two of them, they had 30 credit cards that they both knew about. Mm-hmm. But then the other 56, she had some that he didn't know about. And he had some that she didn't know about. So that was kind of a sad situation. But, you know, heading it off at the pass, I said, okay, we now know all of the debts. We now know all of the credit cards. So now, you know, we're not going to fight about it. Now we know what we're dealing with. Now we need to work on it. So they agreed that we're going to fight about it. And from now on, let's communicate, (laughs) you know, let's not take out credit cards that our spouse doesn't know about Mm -hmm. because that can create even more problems. So,
0: (laughs) yeah. And that's one thing I want to touch about um, not telling our spouse things. My dad would tell me growing up, when you get married, Shalanda, Do not hide your purchases from your husband. And so, what, and because he told me this growing up, I learned okay, open and honesty in relationships, obviously, but it's something I was shown growing up. Now, how soon should we start teaching our children about financial planning? Oh, that's a great question, Shalanda the
1: sooner, I mean, as soon as they can start talking, mm. start talking and teaching them about money. And what I like to encourage parents is, listen, you most of the time in today's society, both parents work outside the home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my thoughts are, why should you go and work a 40 hour or plus week job, come home and do all the laundry, the vacuuming, the cleaning, Why is that, you know, kids, because they're a part of your household, they're a part of the family. They can actually start doing some things. You can actually teach a three-year-old how to make a bed. Is it going to be perfect? No, it's not going to be perfect, but attach money with those assignments. Mm. There may be things that happen, you know, in the Ford home, they, uh, may have to make their own bed. They may have to do, do some dishes and they don't get paid for that, but don't attach chores or, or don't, you know, just give them an allowance. Why are we giving our children an allowance? Just because they're breathing. I mean, attach money with work so that they know, look, if I'm going to make money, I need to go to work. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you take the the garbage out today, you know, I'll give you 50 cents. Or if you, you know, dust the furniture or run the vacuum, you know, I'll give you $5 or whatever it is. But make sure that you don't pay them for everything that they're doing in the home Mm -hmm. because they're a part of your family. It should be an expectation. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to load the dishwasher. I can remember growing up, I'm one of seven children. And so when, before we left that dinner table, my dad would look at each one of us and give us a, each an assignment. You rid up the dishes, you sweep the floor, you wash, you dry, and you put away. And he gave each of us an assignment. And we begged our parents for years, please get a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. And my mother would say, I don't need a dishwasher. I have seven. (laughs) So, you know, as soon as you can, uh, as soon as children can talk, you can start teaching them. You can actually teach a three or four year old how to fold washcloths. It may not be perfect. And it's going to take time for you because it's quick for parents to do things. But if you'll take the few minutes to teach your child how to do things and say, look, Mommy's gonna give you a, a, a penny or she's gonna give you a dime or or whatever it is you're gonna give them for doing those chores. That's great. And then I also encourage get three clear jars or three clear, you know, Cheeto containers or what have you, mm-hmm. and put one, save, spend you know, or or what have you, and teach them to save some of that money back, and teach them you can spend some of this, but let's get in the mindset that you're not going to spend everything that you make, but you can save some back too.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, I usually don't do this, but let me tell you what I do with my four kids. Okay. I already know part of what I'm doing wrong, I'm inconsistent. Okay. My kids are, right now, they are 13, 12, 10, and 5. Okay. And for the past couple of years, well, no, they've always had chores, and it's always been age-appropriate. Yes. Now they are able to clean the whole kitchen and help with yard work. That's great. And I have an app where they can earn money they're they're supposed to i put some of the responsibility of this consistency on their heads because i do not honestly do not open that app every night they do their chores and log off okay you did the dishes okay you mopped so all the kids have chores that they're supposed to do okay and Going in the app and checking off their chores, I try to put it on their heads, but they're also inconsistent with that. And they can earn money. They can earn Kindle books. Great. uh, Regular books. And they they have the biggest prize is um, going to an amusement park. They can hold off and work up to that. That is great. So how, I think I already know, but Help us out with our inconsistency. I think we're on the right path, but we just don't have that consistency there of keeping track of their chores.
1: Well, you know, you could still use the app and and check it out, or you could do a poster board with Mm. each one of their names and what their chores are and the days of their chores, and then, you know, they just put their initials in, and, you know, I would almost do like an Excel sheet with blocks, you Mm -hmm. know, squares on it, and have them initial, you know, after you mop the floor, after you mow the grass, or whatever it is they're doing, having Mm -hmm. them put their initials right there, a real visual, so the entire family can Mm -hmm. see it, and Mm -hmm. if you're paying them, For some of the chores that they're doing, Mm -hmm. Uh, you could actually put on there this is how much you're going to earn and have a specific uh, uh, payday, meaning every Friday. After you do these chores, you're going to get paid every Friday. And put that right there on that board so everybody sees it. And if, if they don't do the, what is it somebody I, I heard say, no working, no pay. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, you can earn the money, but if you don't do it, then you're not going to get paid. So. Right. But, yeah, a poster board would be pretty powerful, too. Okay. And that way it almost causes a peer pressure exactly. because the other siblings would say, oh, they're, they're earning some money. I better step it up. Yeah. You know,
0: That would be cool, too. Yeah, so I can just, one of these boards right here that I have behind me, the wall that board. That would be perfect, yes. Yeah. Okay, great idea, thank you. You're welcome. So would you like to add anything else before I do our quote of the week? Um, I just want to
1: reiterate that if, no matter how much debt, whoever is listening to this, no matter how much debt you have, there is hope for your situation. There truly is And you might feel like you're drowning in debt or you don't see a way out of it. But there are things that you can do and get yourself out of the debt that you have.
0: Excellent. So our quote of the week comes from Michael Altshuler. And he says, the bad news is time flies. The good news is you're the pilot. Oh, that's great.
1: I like that. (laughs) Yes. That's awesome.
0: Yes, ma'am. Now, as we
1: close, will you tell us how to contact you? Sure. Uh, You can reach me through my website, uh, www.karenford.org.
0: All right. Excellent. Well, Ms. Karen, thank you so much for your time and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much, Yolanda. It
1: was so, it was so wonderful to be here with you today. Yes, ma'am. Thank you.
0: Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shalanda Says. Remember to send your questions to shalanda at tuxwaterguidance.com. Shalanda at tuxwaterguidance.com to have them answered by myself and an expert guest. And don't forget to subscribe and share. And as always, have a productive day.